And it wasn't until I had affected change that people took me seriously as a 10-year-old. <laughs> I've never broken a bone and never had an incident with a cop. And I went to move and I realised the pizza had like slid out of the box. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Patchwork. My name is Dion and I am with Christian. Welcome to Patchwork. And Josh. Welcome to Patchwork. <laughs> yes, I am here. Thank you. I went to the cricket the other week. Yes. And you know how obviously there's these days a lot of um, security, you know, they check a lot of bags and that sort of thing. So it takes ages to get in. So I was waiting in line. It was a very long time. It was before the game started, so we were queued up massively. And so, you know, they're all stand, we're all standing there and slowly shuffling in. And there's all these different aisles. There's like a, a bagged aisle, a no-bag aisle, so, and on the sides. And a then there cereals was, aisle. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was um, the disabled entry to the side. And so, we've been standing in the hot sun, walking for ages, and this guy comes up in his wheelchair, and he kind of just goes straight up the side, straight in. And I okay. thought... He's been sitting down all day. <laughs> if anyone could wait in line, he could wait in line. Jesus. I think the, the I was I think I was at that same game and I my brother said to me, "Look, we can either buy a beer at the game or we can sneak it in." And I was like, "Oh yeah, let's sneak in a couple of cans of beer." And we sort of thought, "How are cans we going to cans of beer?" And we kind of thought like 500ml Asahi cans. And we kind of thought, "How are we going to do this?" And at the back of my bag, there's a little space. So we put them in there. We put like a couple of, I think we put like a jumper over, glasses cases. So I went I went up to the gate and the security guard was there. There were two security guards that were sort of occupying this table as they do. And um, and they said, and they sort of felt around the bag and they usually do a really kind of cursory. They don't really care. Of, no, yeah. they, don't, they don't give a shit. But one, the, the, the one security guard I had was like, can you take all of the stuff out of no. your bag? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, yeah, no worries. So I managed to take it all out. He felt all around it. But as I said, there was my glasses cases that were on top of the cans. And he was like, all right, you're right to go. And he let me in and he didn't, and he didn't catch it. But I was thinking so like, lucky. and then they scan you. Like you put, you know, you get in a starfish position and they scan you. But I was thinking like, <laughs> I could have had anything in that bag. I had two 500 mil cans of drink. It could have been anything. And yet, yeah. so I'm wondering with that kind of thing, are they... Are they doing it just to... It's for show, mate. It's is entirely it's for, show, for show, isn't it? It's, got no, it's not functional. It's to make people think, oh, we're so safe. They're searching bags. They're not going to get my 1.25 litre drink or something. But that's crazy. I'd love to be there for their training as well <laughs> as to how to look through bags and what to look for. <laughs> just, it's just mainly like, look, just get it through quick. Just have a guess. Yeah. Just ha- Does he look yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah, he'll be right. Yeah. Ultimately, this isn't about security. It's just probability. How yeah. much of it is profiling? How much do they look at you and just say, he's not a threat at all? Well, do, when you're at the airport, do you... You know how they do that? Once you go through customs, they do the explosives testing. You? Why are you pointing at me for? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just wondering. I thought you would be profiled because you're a Muslim. <laughs> I am profiled. I have I never... And this, is, and this is not a lie. I've never been to an airport and not been selected for random... Uh, I get the bomb stuff a lot as well. Really? I reckon they. Are probably you wearing just that sing- headband? <laughs> <laughs> and that bomb? I think, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think they just look at someone who's probably not going to cause a huge fuss. It's like someone, like a reasonable person, like me, 
It's like, oh no, he'll just accept it and do it and move on. That's He's not going to go like, that's such a oh, good point. This is such a waste of my time and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, just do it and, and I'll get out. That's such mm. a good point. They're just looking for someone who's going to be easy. They don't actually want to find anything. Well, we um, were talking because we went to Tasmania recently and it was down for Falls Festival and I was waiting for the bags to come through. And there was this little dog going through and sniffing all the bags. And we were talking about, oh, I wonder if it, because they have a huge thing is like fruit and vegetables. Like that's what they're worried about down yeah. there. So I don't, and so we were like, oh, I wonder if you could ask, it's like, so what does this dog specifically sniff out? Does he just do fruit or does he do other stuff? And, and I was just joking with my friend and this guy next to us just goes, yeah, mate, oh, look, I was worried, but last year I just had heaps of weed in my bag that I completely forgot about. And I just came straight through. You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah. So the dog, they're just worried about fruit. Don't care about anything else. But those those kind of questions you can't ask at the time. Like say any questions with cops, with that kind of stuff. Like when you're yeah. doing breath tests and stuff. Like this, so I'm like, so what is this? How long does this last? What does it pick up? Or what yeah. did I blow? And all that kind of stuff. And but- my inclination is to ask questions because I love finding out that kind of stuff. Have you had incidents with cops? I don't know if I've had anything. I've, I've, been, I've, I've, I've never broken a bone and never had an incident with a cop. Yeah, no, 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 my really? two things that I feel like everyone else has done, but I haven't. My name is Dion Factor. <laughs> never I, had an incident with a cop. Never broken a You, do, you know what will happen one day? A cop will break one of your bones. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it. That'll be the end of the streak. Two in one. <laughs> two in one. I've never had uh, breath tests and stuff, but I actually had a scary breath test where I'd had a massive night the night before. And I had to go to a work thing at like 9am. So I was driving back from work at 11am and it was that classic thing of I was driving and the cops are behind you. And normally, you know, you're like, don't worry about it. There's just a cop car behind you. Don't freak yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. They're just driving. They're not Try looking at you. And then the lights go They're on. They're looking at you. Yeah, the <laughs> car in front. <laughs> I hope so. And then the lights go on and they pulled me over and like, oh, do you know, I pulled you over just a few uh Dodgy lane changes there. I was like, yeah, they were a bit, they were a bit dodgy, weren't they? Just a bit lazy. Dodgy. It was lazy. <laughs> it was, it was did, they not, did they not like them? Was it just the <laughs> lane changes? They're kind of like, oh, you could have done a bit better. Or did they actually... So what were they saying? They were critiquing my driving. Oh. No, it was just like... You take great pride in the way you drive as well. I'm a great driver. Yeah, but like, right. it's, it's where there's like... It was on a particular road and it was kind of confusing where the lines go. It was a turning into a merging thing. Anyway, so they do the breath test. And it's like, okay, big night last night. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty big. And she goes, well, you know how much you drank? And I went, yes, I do. She's like, okay, on your way. <laughs> and so it must have been below 0.05, but by how much, I don't know. They it don't must... tell you. I, I, don't, would, I, don't... I feel like that's the benefit of getting breath tests that you get. To, uh, that's almost the benefit of going to a doctor and, and you know how they've got a... <laughs> An icing chart no, or something. No, not that. And also when they've got like a set of scales and you can find out what your weight is it's, or the sorry, height Sorry, it's not a game. <laughs> And what, did, and what did I get? How many points was it? 0. 0.04. And then they tally Ooh. it up and the, and the amount equals how much you pay for the consultation. Right, so 70 kilos plus 175, you owe $235. You're making it out like scales are only at the doctor's office. Yeah, no, They're no, everywhere. You can go to your bathroom. Out of curiosity, did you go to the doctor's office? You didn't just go into your dad's room? <laughs> Well that, well, that is my dad's room. Did yeah, but to- you, you didn't physically go to his office yeah. for an appointment. No, not for an appointment. If I needed something done, if I needed a blood test or something, I'd go oh, there. Okay. He's but got normal stuff. Well, that makes a lot more or sense. If, or, if I need, or if I needed a Band-Aid. <laughs> they didn't keep them at home. Everything was kept there. Whenever I need to brush my teeth, I go to the doctor's. Can I just wheel back a little bit mm. uh, back to when we were talking about airports? And and I just remembered something that's always been a big curiosity of mine. Why do we get separated from our luggage so quickly? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because ultimately, the luggage goes on the same plane we walk onto. So why don't we just bring it there for them <laughs> to kind of get rid of a bit of the legwork? But also there's this weird stuff about how that maybe that creates its own economy because you're paying people to do that. And then that's reinvested in the Australian economy. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's Australian no, economy. No, that's, reinvested that's, in that's the economy. That sort of stuff is really weird. Like, well, like when Donald Trump says that he wants to build a wall, that's ec- like that's he's thinking economically that he's going to create a lot of jobs. And when America goes to war, they're thinking we're going to be able to destroy a place and then build it up with our own contractors. Like it's this weird. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. It must I, have a term. I don't know how he went from airport luggage to starting wars. No, because it's all because it's all about the economy and how the economy keeps moving. Could I? Just throw in a beef that I've got with world economies. I don't understand how we as people know so little about finance on a global scale. You mean us as like lay people? Us as lay people and how they expect us. They tell us in the news, like recently in the news, I heard that Australia was close to losing its triple A credit rating. (laughs) And what I don't understand is why an entire country... (laughs) needs a credit rating. Why do we have to borrow money? Because when Australia wants to go and use pay pass, they need <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. This is what's incredible is that Greece went bankrupt. <laughs> and then not only that, Germany bought Greece. <laughs> Since when was this a thing? Since when could countries purchase other countries or help them out of tough spots? Why haven't we bought Papua New Guinea yet? Doesn't that, surely that makes sense. But the only problem I have with what you're saying is that why do I need to know as a citizen of a country what the economic policy of my country is? Uh, because it's the basis of our society. No, but Thank why do I need to understand Josh. that? that he, so the, the rule of law is the basis of our society. Why do, we, why do I need to understand all the laws? Because <laughs> you live in this society. Are you yeah, not, okay. do you, something that governs such a huge part of your life, money, why do you not want to have an understanding of how that works? And why do you think you shouldn't? And, why, and, and, and having that knowledge would allow us to engage with politics. We'd be an entirely different civilization. I'd love to know what the fucking Dow Jones is. Oh I'd love to God. know what the <laughs> NASDAQ. <laughs> In this week's Monotoly, we roll the dice and find ourselves at a grocery store. Excuse me, can I just ask you a question? Sure. Um, I'm looking for cereals, but I'm, sure. I'm looking for sort of a high protein low carb cereal do you know what aisle i can find them in yeah so this is the cereal aisle but there's actually a health food section you can go to and that's got uh the high protein low carb it's kind of like that paleo thing so they've put them all in a different excuse me um just can i just get through i just need to get to the cocoa pops please sure yeah that's just that's That's there oh actually you know what i've actually been meaning to um to change my diet but do you have Anything's maybe got a bit more fibre in it. Like, I know this is a cereal aisle, and I would presume that all the cereals would be here. Yeah, so there's another aisle entirely for health foods. It's. Do you think, sorry, should you not combine those aisles? You probably have a lot of sway with this stuff. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused too. There's there's, there's cereal cereal in two aisles. Because I went to a supermarket in the United States, and it was just one long aisle and had everything. And it was so convenient. Was that a supermarket? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was. <laughs> Sounds like you had a very vivid dream. <laughs> so, like, by the way, I'm a mystery shopper. 
Um, <laughs> and I'm actually undercover CEO. <laughs> I was reminded the other day of an old T-shirt they used to have because I saw an old photo. And I remember the story of that T-shirt and I completely forgot about this. One time um, we went to go get pizza and I went to... This is when I was a kid. Went to go pick it up from Sophia's um, and I was riding home in the passenger seat with the pizza on my lap and I was like... We kind of stopped abruptly and it got really warm on my, on my tummy and I thought, oh, it's just, you know, the hot pizza on my lap. And I didn't think much of it. And I was like, oh, this is a really, really hot pizza. And when we, when we got home... And I went to move and I realised the pizza had like slid out of the box <laughs> and onto my shirt, onto my stomach. That's so it was massive. all this melted cheese. And because I'd left it, it had caked onto the shirt. Oh, so we had to like peel it off piece by piece, put the pizza back in the box, get it out of the car, took the top off. My genius parents thought, well, to clean this, we'll just give it to the dog. Uh, <laughs> Gave it to the yeah. dog just to have a bit of a nibble on it and clean it off. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, great, no worries. Finished dinner, came back to the shirt, completely chewed through the shirt. Oh, completely uh, chewed through the uh, shirt. I thought that was going in a completely different direction. I didn't think you could give pizza to dogs. I thought they died, so I thought the dog was going to die. <laughs> oh, no, it just ruined my completely ruined the shirt. I was like, really good idea, mum and dad. Give pizza covered t shirt to dog. Great idea. <laughs> to dog. Is it, was that its name? <laughs> Ned, Ned, Neddy, Neddy was his name. Neddy was his name. Oddly, and this is so far off topic but do you know a really great method to clean candle wax off clothes <laughs> dog bubble gum <laughs> dog. no uh put a piece of those kind of v handy ultra paper towels sorry on top. what the, the paper towels a Why kitchen paper it? towel i don't know the brand no i've been brainwashed oh my god you put the paper towel on top of the item and then iron it and the wax will come right out of your clothes. It's incredible. I, is this, I had thrown- Is this a common issue for you? Wax on the t-shirt? <laughs> I had dismissed so many items of clothing- Because you got to, wax on them. To the bin. I was like, well, that's it. That's the t-shirt done. Why are you getting so many bits of wax on- What? <laughs> what, what is it? Are you doing a lot of rituals, are you? <laughs> I love candles. King. <laughs> so many, and do you know why? Actually, I know exactly why I get wax on everything. Is because I light candles at night and then I fall asleep. And then that is so dangerous. It's so dangerous. Yeah, no, I'm nuts. aware of that. Have you ever I'm used candles in an intimate setting in the bedroom, Christian? Uh, no. Uh, Would you uh, like to? <laughs> <laughs> I used one with Neddy once. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to dogs. So I was thinking most people give their dogs kind of nice, fun names. And I thought it'd be really weird if people just started naming their dogs normal names. Like, this is our dog, uh, John. And it's yeah. just like, they're always going to be something fun and peppy. Did you have a, a... My dog was nearly called Peppy. I wanted to call it Peppy, which is amazing <laughs> you say that. And I said to my mum... Like, I was my dog fun and I, peppy. I was, I, was, I, was, um, I was asking my mum when I was 13, what should we call the dog? I'm sort of, I'm thinking Peppy's a good name. And she's like, it's probably not a great name. One of your, one of your great-grandparents is Peppy and she died in the Holocaust. <laughs> Another thing with pets is that you have complete freedom mm-hmm. to teach. Particularly, I'm thinking mainly of dogs, um, but you have complete freedom to teach them anything you want. Yep. And instinctively, we all teach our pets in English. But I think it'd be great. You could just because it's just word relations to them. They don't understand yeah. what you're saying. So you could teach a dog. What I've always wanted to do is when you want it to come close to you, you say, "Go away." 
go away. I love that. <laughs> and then when you want it to run, you say, come here, come here. And so it complete, if anyone else tries to direct your dog, I love it that. completely confused. Like, I love when I hear an idea like really that good. and I'm like, I'll just do that. Yeah. That's just, I'm just going to do that when I get a dog. Or you can just teach it a gibberish thing so, so, so no one else can control your dog. Do you know what I love the most about that plan is the longevity involved in it. <laughs> you have years of training your dog and people being completely confused about it. And then just for one moment of payoff <laughs> that one of your friends is really confused. You're like, yep. Gotcha. <laughs> Would you do that? Do you Absolutely see- not. It'd be what so- a waste of time. What's, what's no. a waste of time? Because, it's exactly because the same it means time. that every single time you're calling your dog, you have to think the opposite. So or you have to that- remind yourself. It's like at night when you want to feed it, you just be like, come on, come boy. But no, no you, you go, have to think, you want go, to go away, to the boy. Toilet? Go away, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, it's, uh, but it doesn't necessarily need to be the opposite either. It could be, just, it could just be anything. Up thing, like, good job, good job. That means good job. <laughs> This is a Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Yeah, you can use Welcome that. to Gorbachev. <laughs> um, and it, like, so you can teach that, and you can you know what? You can do that for kids as well. Yeah, because true. kids know nothing. You have complete freedom over what you teach your kids. Yeah. And I was thinking as well the other day with naming kids. You you can have complete freedom to name your kids, um, but with twins in particular. Because normally, you know, when people come up with a name for their kid, they're like, "Oh, this is going to be Josh." I'm so happy, and then Josh is born. Oh, this is Josh. For mm-hmm. twins. Presumably, they've got two names in mind, and when they both come out, they just have to go. I guess that's that one, and that's that one. Oh, and, that's, and like that's completely point. arbitrary. And, and that kid point. may be made fun of for the rest of his life because of that name that they arbitrarily chose. Just go, I give it to the one on the left on the bench <laughs> when the child was on the bench. I feel like it would be really hard being a twin. <laughs> Get him on the court. Get him <laughs> off the bench. <laughs> I feel like it'd be hard being a twin. It'd be hard being an ugly twin. <laughs> And it'd be hard being an inferior, like an inferior twin, because ultimately one of those one of those twins is going to be worse than the other. One of them is going to be either less intelligent or less successful, a less attractive husband or wife. <laughs> You've been awful parent directly comparing your <laughs> no, kids. No, like no, no. I wouldn't be an awful parent. Just an awful parent of twins. Do you, do you know any twins? Uh, yes, Christian. I do know twins, and and the beautiful thing about these twins as well is that they have birthdays on different days. Oh, they born oh. over midnight. No, but the the parents have obviously decided that well, a child has to have a birthday to themselves for it to be a special day. So we'll just make your birthday a day earlier. Nah, but that's the thing. What yeah, do you reckon they're gonna have your... separate birthdays for? for they for have. Their two kids? I've been to two separate birthday parties, <laughs> one day after the other. Uh, oh, that's ridiculous. It is. That's I know. obsessive. But it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Imagine if after like 18 years, you had to make a choice as a parent as to which kid went on. <laughs> Kids' birthday parties are insane. They're very strange. Like as a, at a, as a young kid, I remember they were great. Imagine how weird they would have been for the adults at yeah. the kids' birthday parties. And uh, you get nothing from it. Well, I think anyway, this says this guy without kids. Yeah. But it's like you do all this effort and it's like a bunch of kids just come around, make a mess, run around. Oh, it's great. Got a lily bag. Cool. I knew some, I knew, I, I knew some kids at school that um, her, their parents were fine with them smoking pot when they were like 15 and fine Whoa. with them getting pot really? when they were 15. And yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I never quite got that. Did your parents buy you alcohol? No, I got my older brother <laughs> to get it. Really? Yes, but there were parameters that I had to purchase within. You weren't allowed to drink them. <laughs> so, what I was allowed to buy were two 
Tui's Light Ice, I think they were called. Light Ice, yeah. Yeah, the Light Ice. I was allowed two of them and I was so ashamed that I was only allowed two light beers that before I'd walk in, I'd walk to the front door, wait for my mum to drive away and then scratch the labels off. That's so great. So that at least people thought they were full strength beers. So not mid, not full. Still still only two beers, mate. Two beers. And then do you know what the kicker was? Inside the bag were four Pepsi Max. (laughs) But I was think a it's, but it's a great night out. Yeah, but it's nice. It's it's that's that's a nice thing to do. Did you get teased uh, for that? <laughs> uh, I can't remember to be honest. It's all, it's all very repressed. Yeah. Uh, did you did you scratch the labels off the Pepsi Max? <laughs> Oh, hey, Christian. Hey, hey, mate. Thanks for coming. That's okay. Thanks uh, for having us. Uh, this is Sarah. You've met Sarah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Jonathan's just through to the back, so just head on through. Cool, and, cool, and cool. Okay, go, go, go play Sarah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. You going to stick around for a bit? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll come in. F- mate, I'm, I'm absolutely exhausted. Yeah, me too. It's going to be a long day, I think. I'm not sure if this is okay with you, but... So, listen. I've, well, I've got some uh, drugs... Oh, so I've got cocaine. Yeah, cool. No, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so... I haven't done this in years, mate, honestly. I mean, need something to snort it through. I don't have any money on me, though. Um, yeah. Um, oh, hang on, I'll just... I'll just go get one of the curly straws <laughs> from the from the table with all the food on it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, okay. That's great. That's okay, great. cool. Um, it's a bit of a weird one, though. It's got, like, a, a whistle thing attached to it. Really? So, yeah, don't, it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'll go first, maybe, or are you? Yeah, yeah, okay. Hang right, on. Go I'll, for I've got to cut it. Yep, yep. All right. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, wow. Okay. Why have you, um. Oh, my God. Why have you cut it into an S shape? <laughs> yeah, I'll go. You're silly. You ready? You ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. That's, that's pretty great. immediate. That's really good. Have you got um, any yeah, other? Have yeah, you got any I other did. drugs? I did. I've, I've got, actually got a few. Um, I'm but so I, excited. I thought maybe we'd we'd kind of come down a little bit. Oh my god, I'm really amped up now. Yeah. So I brought I brought weed. Oh, sweet man. Yeah, really and cool. I haven't I haven't done weed for ages. But I've also um, I've also brought a bong. Oh, cool. To do it from what what bong have you brought? Um. So Sarah had a recorder <laughs> at home, and I figure we could just put the weed at the bottom and then just blow up through it. <laughs> Yeah, that'll that'll work. That'll yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll um. Such a bad I'll, idea. I'll start. Yeah. Pass pass it here. Okay. 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 Yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, oh that's that great. Was it? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Here you I, go, bad. You have a. I actually reckon I could um. Yeah. Let me just try something on this. Okay. Oh. oh wow, that was amazing. Um pass it here. Oh my god. Oh 
I was looking at photos of myself recently and I noticed something in each of the photos where I'm holding a glass. I noticed that my hand looks prosthetic. <laughs> You've said this before. I know, I've said this before. I've said this before. I said it looks like a mannequin's yeah, it looks, hand. It looks like a mannequin's hand and there's nothing I can do. And it's because I have funny shaped nails on my, on my fingers, but it's because I keep them close together and I've tried to separate them and I'll show... What are you, how are you noticing this about these photos? Oh, my, is that actually what you do? Yeah. So Why do you keep you your now? fingers so close together? I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I sort of want to hold it like more of a man, but I feel like I'm like this female mannequin. But I was thinking, um, I, I sort of thought to myself, this is a problem in my life and I really need to try and sort this out. And I wanted to ask you guys, what, what do you think is the smallest problem in your life that you are facing right now that's so insignificant, but it's... It's sort of significant to you. Do you know what's really bizarre? It's so similar to that. When I, when I, okay, so this only happened. Really? This only happened. <laughs> no, 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 honestly. So you're, you're concerned this about is, No, because it came up really recently and it, it was on Thursday and it was my birthday and I was, I walked into the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I immediately recognized my face do something <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's strange. And then I was like, have I been doing that for ages? What did you do? What was it? So I did this little eye raise, like this eye raise. So basically I creased my forehead and I, and I really opened my eyes <laughs> and I kind of look, I was looking in the mirror like that. And then it occurred to me, I was like, that's what I think I look like because I've always done it when I walk into a yeah. bathroom or look in a mirror. So I relaxed yeah. my face. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> This is what people think I look like because that's my natural yep. relaxed face. But that's like as well when you hear your voice on an answering machine. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, that's what people hear me as. I think I sound way more stuffed up yep. than I do in my own head. And it really annoys me. Do you know what I realized the other day in relation to that? You know how people say, I hate the sound of my own voice. I really like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and, and looking at photos of myself <laughs> day in, day out. Um, do you look in the mirror? <laughs> Yes. Uh, do yeah. you? Yes. Yeah. I don't really look in the mirror all that much. You can tell. I really, <laughs> I really well, I don't need to, do I? So, mm. you, just go to, you just go to a shop front and look at the mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> do you like how you look in photos? Uh, I think that I have an incredible range of angles. Yep. So I can either be okay, but if I'm caught in, in any... Of, of maybe this one degree in 360 yep. that I look good in. The other 359 are hell. Josh, do you have a better side? Um, I don't think I have a better side, but I was thinking about there's the hierarchy of photos in yep. Facebook. And I think across the board, everyone looks their best at a wedding. Wedding is yes. like top notch. Yes. That is top of the Facebook yep. hierarchy. And yep. then I think below that, I think you've got at the club. When you're going out for a big yes, Saturday night. Yes. So weddings is amazing. Then you really get the club. Good. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, I think below that, like a really nice, just like maybe maybe couples, but like a, a nice weekend away. Yes. I think yeah. weekend away below that. Yes. And then I think the very, very bottom of the Facebook photo hierarchy is the post-sport photo. Yes. yes. Just after sport. Really good. Really <laughs> just good. after sport, you look a complete mess. So the only problem I have with the obvious list that you've come up with is that the first top two are with the best hardware. They're with the best cameras. So you're going to oh, look your best point. with the best cameras. That's and true. the last one is sport. But <laughs> why does a, a worse camera mean you don't look as good? Because the shutter speed. Because So so you're, so what you've no, just no, no, said No, no, no. I've then, just heard it. I've just heard it. <laughs> I've just heard it. I've heard it. <laughs> 
Uh, Christian, do you think you have a better side? Because I know a lot of women know, like, oh, no, I'll go on this side because it's my um, better side. I think it's the side of my hair that is away from the part because it's got some more volume on that yep. side. Makes sense. Makes sense. My, I, I don't pay enough attention to see if I have a good side or a bad side. I'm sure yep. I do. I'm sure people would take notice of that. Oh, I have. I definitely have. Can you spend a few hours looking at photos of me, please, Dion? <laughs> I discover any weird intricacies but, no, that I the, have. But the reason why I was looking at those photos is because I feel like I take all these photos, but I feel like I never reflect on them and never yeah. look at them now. Photos are just taken, but not actually That's looked so at. That's so true. You, you might, yeah, you really don't review them. They just sit there. Nah. Yeah. I mean, you, we used to make albums of them and we used to, and they, and they used to be like only six albums in your house that you could refer to. And now they're just everywhere. Photos are so easy. It's so easy to take photos. It's awful. <laughs> Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? Really, really good. You know what's really, really good? You know what's really good? When you identify a tree as a eucalyptus tree, pick off a leaf, and the leaf does in fact smell like eucalyptus. Really, really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? When you find a great new TV show and there's heaps of seasons to watch. Really, really good. good. Really good. Really good. Really good, Josh. You know what's really good? When an expensive item you've been hesitant about purchasing goes on special and you get a fucking great discount. Oh, really good. Really good. Do you know what's really good? <laughs> when your phone shuts off and after a long press of 10 seconds, it turns back on like nothing happened. <laughs> really good. Really good. Really good. You know what's really good? When you use a paper towel dispenser and it comes out in one full unbroken sheet. Oh, really good. Really good. I was at Glick's the other day. Glick's is a Jewish bakery. And uh, when you enter Glick's, it's very strange. You need to take a ticket, but the ticket machine is hidden. It's very, very strange. It's a manual little paper ticket. So I was in line and there were about 15 people in line. And suddenly this elderly guy who would have been about five back from being, oh no, no, about two back from being served. He tripped over someone in front of him and he fell to the ground and it was quite sort of dramatic. And the two people in front of, of the guy sort of helped him up and asked if he was okay and then moved him over to a chair and they sort of made sure he was all right, sort of fed him water and poured water <laughs> on his head. Um, and, and some nibbles. Meanwhile, the, the yeah, some little um, gefilte fish and everything they have in clicks. And meanwhile, the shop attendant clicked over to the next number. The number was displayed above her head and there was, a, there was a beep. And the lady behind the guy who had fallen down, who was in front of me, said, and I quote, I guess he's not next now <laughs> and proceeded to order. And I couldn't believe how heartless she was. And I, and, and I felt like this could only happen in a Jewish bakery. Speaking of old people, I actually heard a great old person phrase the other day and I really, really loved it. Cause you know how like your grandparents and any old people, there's these bygone phrases that you just don't hear anymore. Um, and we're talking about, like with partners and stuff and, you know, sometimes you just want to, you know, you go window shopping as it were and you're just sort of checking out other women or other men and it kind of gets you excited. And then one of my friends said this great phrase that her grandpa used to say was, uh, 
Doesn't matter where you get your appetite from, so long as you eat at home. (laughs) (laughs) So good. It's so good. It's really good. I didn't expect it to be that I know. It's really nice. So the biggest one that my grandfather used to say, my Zyder, he used to say... um, or he always used to come back to it. It's almost like at the end, it was the like every story used to come back to him saying, "Be alert, not alarmed." <laughs> Be alert. That's that's the government general. That's very general. I fucking lied about terrorism. Just because you put an accent on it doesn't mean it's any more your grandfather. And then he reeled up a one eight hundred number. <laughs> yeah. Um, my granddad, who is also my nonno for our Italian listeners, is pretty wacky and he's really into science and stuff. And he always had a tendency to say, Great Scott! (laughs) (laughs) The way then you just said nonna. Not nonno. Nonno, yeah. See, you have this tiny little pause between it. Like, I'd say nonno or nonna. It doesn't doesn't matter how you say it. And and it's not... It is a tiny pause. You've identified that as a pause, but it doesn't actually matter how you say it. You're, no, making, say- you're making the point that, oh, Christian says it one way, but I say it a different way. Christian's yeah, way but is, is that- right. Yeah, but am I allowed to say, say not nonna? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. So, I need to say nonna. I feel like if you know the correct pronunciation for a word, you're being negligent well, and offensive. Can I ask you then? Uh, how Whom takes the offense? <laughs> Dion, how would you pronounce the, in Spain, the capital of Catalonia, how would you pronounce oh, that city? really good. How would you pronounce no that idea. city? Really, really, well, Christian, really how would you, Christ, or who wants to answer it? Is it Barcelona? Oh, is that how you'd say it? Yeah, that's how okay. i say it, yeah. Uh, no, it's not how it's. I say Barcelona. I'd say Barcelona as well. No, it's because I'm not surrounded by Spaniards and I'm not in Spain. Whereas we're in we're, we're in Australia. We're in Christian's house as an Italian house. <laughs> so you say Barcelona. I You're going to get your entire point then. You should say Barcelona then. No, but I feel like also that's much easier. All it is is a pause. Whereas this requires me to. Go <laughs> all that is is a pause. It's just not. It's nonna yeah, or nonna. See, as much as I want to agree with Josh, uh, oh, I tend to feel really uncomfortable saying Ibiza. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> it just there's this some there's a certain quality to the, to the lisp. It's like people try to get rid of their lisps, and here we are, just headfirst jumping into them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. Like it's when you have any kind of food on a menu, I feel really uncomfortable trying to affect an accent to pronounce it properly. Do you yeah. feel like you would have been a completely different person had you had a lisp? <laughs> Do you feel like there would have been elements of your personality? Did you know anyone at school I, that had a lisp? I did. So I had <laughs> speech. Really? I had speech issues until I was uh, maybe grade three or four. Really? So I used to do this thing with my tongue where I used to have it sit in my mouth like a bucket. If you can imagine a mouth. <laughs> what does that mean? It's like there's sponge in there as well soaking water. Okay, it's a, it's a podcast. I'm trying to best describe a <laughs> visual thing. The old tongue bucket. God. <laughs> anyway, um, and I had to go see a speech pathologist for years. Oh, you got, you got tongue bucket. This is Harley. <laughs> Buckets. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've ever described it as a tongue bucket. <laughs> great, great mouth bucket. <laughs> On your buckets. <laughs> kick it in, kick it in, buckets. <laughs> Lots of football references. There's no other time. Um, yeah, I used to have this tongue bucket and it, it, um, it, was, kind of, it was kind of really, uh, really present because people used to think that I had a mental disability because of it oh wow and it wasn't until i had affected change that people took me seriously as a 10 year old (laughs) (laughs) did you um can you do 
uh, impression of yourself at that age? I kind of sounded like a deflated tire. <laughs> when? When? When at it was that like age, just sitting there. Do you know who does the best impression of it? My sister, because she's the one oh, wow. she had the greatest it. contact with me. Yeah, she lived it. And my dad used to do an impression of it all the time. So I was getting abused at home. <laughs> so they used to make fun of you for a speech yeah. impediment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Did your parents make fun of you for doing any other stuff? Um, I don't think my parents ever made fun of something that I did. I kind of wish they did in a way. I don't think many parents would. No, I don't think many. (laughs) I think that's quite unique. (laughs) It's very strange. It makes more sense. It makes more sense as you get older and you become an adult. And it's like, I remember that funny thing you used to do. That was silly. Yeah, but like now, it's like, oh, wow, Dion's got a really thin skin. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be funny when we lay into him on this. He's going to get very (laughs) upset. Look at his hands. Look like mannequin hands. (laughs) (laughs) I think they used to bring it up. As a kind of encour- like an encouragement or something, because I didn't know that I was doing it. it. I wasn't. I didn't know that I had the tongue bucket happening. <laughs> so they would be like, <laughs> like do the noise, whatever the noise was, and then I'd go like, oh, okay, sorry. I'm, I I'm like the idea it. that your speech just devolves into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, how you go? <laughs> I actually don't understand the context of it. Was it when you were speaking or when you were not speaking? When I was when I was relaxed, but because relaxed. I'll, when sorry, I was. I when you're speaking or not speaking, no, you said, on. no. When I was relaxed, when I was, re- I, when I was relaxed, I would have a certain pose, which uh, would, when I speak, pose. make my speech slow. My relaxed pose. Did you look like a bucket? Was it a bucket pose? <laughs> yes, I had a handlebar and two big plastic eyes. So I travelled around a couple of years ago. I travelled around Europe. I backpacked around Europe, and one of the things I really enjoyed doing was going to natural history museums because they're so good in Europe. And I'm assuming I haven't been to the states, but I'm assuming they're so good in the states. But the one thing that I couldn't do was go into any exhibit that had insects in it. I just couldn't do it. And like then, li- and live ones. Yeah. No. 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 Dead the, ones on the pins. On the pins. So I couldn't see like huge moths, and I and I reflected on it, and I thought. <laughs> I guess it's great example. I guess I guess it's yeah, moth, huge moth. Stay out, stay away from Bogon territory, yes. mate. Um, and I thought to myself, why, why, why can't I do this? And I think the reason is because, and maybe this is, I think a lot of phobias are rational, but mine is sort of with insects is sort of semi-rational because I think that somewhere in the world these things exist, and the thought of going to those places and these things being alive. So I, so I sort of realised that but, I'm shit scared but of... they're not doing anything to you. They're dead on a pin. No, but some are, and the ones that exist are. So yeah, if yeah, I go I'm outside not, no, and there's... But, like, specifically the ones that are there that you're in the proximity of. No, They but, can't do anything know, to you. I'm fully aware of that, but, but I... It's the reminder. It's the reminder. So is there anything that you guys are Hang shit on. scared of? You're shit scared of... I'm shit scared of insects. Of all insects? Yeah, I said that. I said that, Christian. <laughs> you said it at the start, and then you said I'm shit scared of... <laughs> So, the, like, flies and mozzies and stuff? Uh, no, no, no. Well, they're insects, so <laughs> no, I was just... It's more, it's giant more, moths. It's things that crawl. <laughs> Mothra. It's, Get me away. It's things that crawl, essentially. Moths is a bad Moths is a Things bad that crawl, so babies? <laughs> I can't handle um, when I'm swimming in water, like, and deep, dark water. I don't like looking down into that. So, if I go... I Like, I love the ocean and swimming, but if I go out far... I get really scared if I look down and go, oh, I can't really see what's going on down there. Yeah. But as long as I look up and I don't look at it, I'm kind of okay. So what's the phobia? I think just steep water. No, deep water or c- animals? Creatures like yeah. crocodiles and sharks. Could I, could I suggest what the fear is? The unknown. How do you yeah. feel about uh, dark rooms or, or, or really large caves or something? 
that are, that are completely black. I'm yeah, fine. I guess because you don't know what's in there. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say that as my fear is the unknown. I feel I feel like that's that's, that's terrifying. Very broad though, isn't it? Like space. I love space, but it's petrifying. The 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 spectrum or the scale, sorry, of space and how huge it is and how vast and how little we know about it is terrifying. So do you find that do you find you being in space terrifying or you just find the concept I of space? I love being in space. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 cuz I can I really hope one day I can be in space. But there's one film that I saw, and I'm pretty sure that it's Deep Impact, but there's a scene in Deep Impact where, and I believe the actor is John Favreau. <laughs> um, but what happens, he's, he's playing a scientist, and there's an explosion, and he's rocketed off to uh, the infinity of space, and he's just hurtling around and around and around and screaming, and they had this really great shot from within his, within his helmet of him screaming, and that fear... I, I kind of feel like every time I feel this, I feel like this turning into very much a like a the psychiatrist's office. Yeah. Yeah. Get off your chest. Yeah. So what you're saying when you feel that you feel like John Favreau? I feel like, but I, I imagine myself there, just hurtling into space into this. Is unknown. it by the way? Yeah, everything that's flying through space, it's always hurtling through space. It is. <laughs> Nothing else hurtles. Yeah, yeah no. just <laughs> just things through space. Yeah, 110 meter hurtle. <laughs> That has been Welcome to Patchwork for this week. I have been Dion. I've been Josh. And I've been Christian. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.